So I tell him, I don't want him in this town either. And so then we have a gunfight. Uh-huh. I miss completely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 12. So I like shoot way off. He hits me in the leg and he's mm-hmm. like, consider that a warning. And I'm like, uh, a warning taken. Beware and warning and welcome, everybody, to Choose Your Own Book Club, a podcast all about the Choose Your Own Adventure books. So my name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. And today we're talking about Deadwood City. Yeehaw! I, li- I like the enthusiasm. Giddy up! Riding Get- ropes of cattle. Keep going. Uh, Get along, little doggies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they all said that in real life. Sweet sassy molassy. <laughs> uh, I don't have any more. Okay. I'm sure I could come up with some. I feel like most of their cowboy expressions were totally just made up on the seat of their pants. Mm-hmm. There wasn't someone who's writing them all down. So this is the eighth book in the series. Um, this uh, was written by Edward Packard. But like we said in our last episode, this is actually like the second or third book that Edward Packard wrote. Mm-hmm. And he kind of repurposed it once Ari Montgomery and um, Packard went over to uh, Bantam Books. So this is actually the eighth book in the series. There's a cat <laughs> in our studio. Normally we record in my library, but I'm between libraries uh, now. So we are recording at in Abby's uh, basement. If it's a little echoey, that's why. And if there's just random cats, that's why too. Binks is curious and he loves cowboy stuff. He likes westerns a lot. They're problematic, <laughs> Binks. You shouldn't like westerns. Well, I mean, you, you can't. I like westerns. Um, I like uh, Red Dead Redemption is one of my favorite games. Uh, Good and Bad and the Ugly is one of my favorite movies. Everybody loves True Grit. True Grit's fun. True Grit. But... Westerns can get a little problematic. Westerns are very problematic. This one, not excluded. Well, we can get into that. I think it's... We'll get into it. Yeah, we will. I mean, it's not as bad as some of them. So I guess that's... For a book that was written in the late 70s, I was like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Saddle up because we're going into problem town. But... We're going into gentrificationville. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's... It was mostly okay, but we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how about let's get into choose your own summary. Choose your own let's summary. Let's get into choose your own summary. Choose your own summary. Ba-ding! That's my spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby, you are going to summarize this book in sixty seconds or less, but you have to choose how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So option one is. You're going to uh, summarize this book in a Western voice, and it has to get more rude and tootin' as it goes on. Okay. So, starting off normal. Okay. And then going up to full-on sarsaparilla. Turn it up to level 11. Yes. Yes, okay. So, that's option one. Option two is you have to draw the main villain while you're describing the book. But Um, he's so so cute. I get distracted. (laughs) See (laughs) <laughs> Just think about boys. Uh, oh, he's dreamy. Because, <laughs> yeah, Paul Granger did the illustrations. Um, we we kind of talked a little bit about Paul Granger last time. Uh, but this uh, villain has a very distinct look. Mm-hmm. So if you want to try to draw him in 60 seconds while you're describing. Oh, I'm good. The choice is yours, I Abby. mean, he looks like mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe him. <laughs> he's a mashed potato face. He also has teeth. That, like, you would draw when, like, you were a kid. Yeah, he has like, piano teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just a mouth and then, like, zigzags for, te- for teeth. Oh, sir, get some dental help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with option one. I'm going to get more root and tootin' as I go. Okay, very nice. So okay. I'm going to get a timer going. Give me a minute. Let's go. Well, howdy. I am a young See, you already started off a little. <laughs> no, I'm just normal right now. Well, okay. howdy. I'm a young child riding a horse into town. 
and I get into a place called Deadwood City and I have to decide if I'm gonna go into the saloon or I'm gonna go to the hotel or the sheriff. Now, where am I gonna go? I'm gonna decide to go <laughs> to the saloon, maybe. Well, no matter where I go, I might get a job or I might have to fight somebody. I'm gonna have to fight a guy named somebody Maloney. I don't remember his name. Hold on. Malloy. Somebody Malloy. He sounds Irish, but he don't look it. He sure don't look it. I'm gonna fight this guy because I'm a rootin' tootin' roundup guy. But he don't fight back because he's a coward and hurt. I'm gonna get ten, some money. Ten seconds. And then maybe I don't get the money. Maybe I become a farmhand or something. Either way, indigenous people are involved, and that's so- where it gets problematic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was good. Do you need to like settle down and like get back? Are you like stuck in your rude tune voice? Or no, not? I just don't know if it was so shrill at the end that people get. <laughs> You're spiking the whole time. Woo! Are people going to even be able to understand what happened? See, you just were so rude-tuned a little bit there. I'm from Wisconsin. That's just how I sound. (laughs) No. (laughs) We all talk like this in Wisconsin. It's like... It's like when Austin Butler played Elvis and then he was just stuck in Elvis for two years. That's how I am when I get into character, okay? I get stuck. For a minute. I get stuck there for a minute. That makes sense. I'm glad your cat wasn't thrown off by your, your voice. Oh, no. I make dumb voices around the house all the time. He's like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> this, this tracks with reality. <laughs> This is my nightmare. He's like, this is my mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just set up the book a little bit. So. I did a great job. Imagine oh, you always do a great job. On horseback, riding along a desert trail, humming a tune. <laughs> well, this one starts off odd <laughs> because it the books usually start off by saying, you are this and this is your mission. Yeah. And But this book starts off with, Imagine yourself, dot, dot, dot. So it's very, like, zen. Like, yeah. you have to get into, like, the mind space. Right. It's like, okay, close your eyes and breathe. Okay. You're breathe riding in. on a horseback. Breathe out. You're Imagine on yourself. a desert trail. <laughs> You're humming a tune. And I'm like, mm, bop, bibbity, bop. <laughs> it's about to get a little rude and tootin'. Do you do wop, should have brought a banjo. I have a banjo. Could have brought it. I have a really terrible broken banjo. Do you want? Oh. <laughs> Did, is it like a cartoon banjo where like someone like hit it, hit you over the head with it, and so like it's like? No, it definitely looks that way though. <laughs> <laughs> it was my great grandpa's. Oh, that's fun. That's cute. So it starts off with by saying, "Imagine yourself. You're on horseback. You're humming a desert tune. It's it's umbop. And <laughs> it's definitely umbop." <laughs> And so you see the snow-capped rock mountains, and so you're approaching Deadwood City. I wonder how they named it that way. <laughs> yeah, couldn't come up with an original name. So right. just Deadwood City. Have you ever actually uh, been to Deadwood? No. Oh, I was when I was a kid. Really? We saw, like, the Black Hills, and I remember none of it. No, but I've seen the show Deadwood. Yes. And it ended very unsatisfactorily. With the, the movie or the... Both. Okay. Both. I only saw the first season. I really liked the first season, and then that was, yeah. that was about it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> a tangent. But that's what this... A tangent. A tangent. A little baby mansion. <laughs> a little baby mansion? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be a house? Yeah. Baby mansion is a house. That's how it works. And then the house has a baby, and it's a shed. <laughs> when two houses love each other very much. Yeah. They make a baby. It's a shed. <laughs> none of this is going to be good audio no it's going to be terrible (laughs) okay anyway so you ride into town yep and you have three choices you can go into the saloon yep you can go to the hotel sure can you can go to the sheriff's office you you to the sheriff's office yeah why do i want to go there it's the old west i don't know what do i have to do there it's such a bad option (laughs) well it never it never really says what your mission is right away. Because the other books are set up like, exactly. this is who you are. This is kind of more or less what you're trying to do. You're just kind of just walking into this town 
kind of willy-nilly rootin' tootin'. Yeah, and you ride in and you're like, it's a little quiet. Maybe I should go to the sheriff. No. (laughs) I ride into town and it's quiet and I'm like, oh, nice. This seems great. This is my relaxation journey. Starting right now. And then I'm like, so cool. You're, you're treated more like you're on vacation. Yeah, I'm here to chill. <laughs> so you would, you would want to go to the hotel right away. I didn't. Okay, I wanted well, to go and just like wet my whistle. Wet my whistle. <laughs> well, uh, we can get into the uh, first run-throughs in a little bit. But the overarching framework for this is yeah. that there is a bad cowboy. A bad guy. A bad actor. <laughs> He's a rough customer. He's and his, rough. And what was his name? He is... Carl Maloney or something. Kurt. Kurt, Kurt Malloy. Malloy. Kurt Malloy is coming to town with his gang. Such a bad, like, bad guy name. What would you come up with? For a bad guy name? Yes. Uh, literally anything else. I would have named him, like, Tufts Magoo. Tufts Magoo? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you just put me on the spot and I had to come up with something. Uh, Tank McGiver. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's If better. he's going to be Irish, Mick is going to be better. Malloy makes... I mean, Kurt Malloy, he sounds like a shoemaker. <laughs> Who's the guy from this, Empress? Colin. Colin oh, Malloy. Okay. It'd be so much funnier if this was, if it was Colin Malloy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, he's going to ride up, like, crooning. Mm-hmm. I'm riding like, into town today. <laughs> yeah, right? With his, like, little giant it's, glasses. <laughs> Whenever you do a Colin Malloy accent, it has to be over-enunciating, but also a little cockney in there. Right. And he's going to be using big, fancy words on mm-hmm. his... No, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not afraid of that guy. <laughs> Nobody's afraid of that guy. If they're telling me that this bad guy's coming and his name is Kurt Malloy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to giggle. You're going to try to like, pinch his cheeks? I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> Paul Granger usually has like really kind of out there... Illustrations, uh, kind of Rocky and Bolenko we we um, uh, compared them to last time. But yeah, the the illustration for Kurt Malloy is ridiculous. Yeah, his piano teeth, mm-hmm. um, and oh gosh, he has on a gigantic hat that also has a mustache. Like he has a mustache, his- and his <laughs> hat has a mustache. Basically. Ah. <laughs> 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 So, uh, that's kind of the, the framework is that Kurt Malloy is coming into town with his gang and the town definitely fears him. Um, but that's not necessarily your mission to get rid of him. You run into him a bunch of times, but your mission is kind of more loose. Yeah, you don't really have one mission. Your mission is like whatever you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Which I know you prefer. Yeah, I like those kind of more loosey-goosey ones. Mm-hmm. Um it's nice because it's that very much embodies the choose your own adventure thing to me mm-hmm. where it's like when you start out, yeah, you can choose any one of these three paths, saloon, hotel, or sheriff. And every single one of those times you can run into this bad guy, but every one of those times you can also, you know, have like four other paths open up to you, right. which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess let's go through first run throughs, but you mentioned that, you went to the saloon first. I sure did. But before we before we talk about that, I think we should mention that the illustrations for this are of of the the main character are clearly of a girl. They sure are. Which is really cool. Which is really cool. I was excited about that. Cuz obviously the text is always um just you whatever whatever you're bringing to the table whatever your gender is. Uh but the illustrations are usually of uh Boys, or of men, yeah. <laughs> like um, what was that one? Your code name is Jonah. That, yeah, or the last time it was that like slightly androgynous like mm, person, yes. and it was like oh, it could be red, could as be either a boy or a girl, either or, or yeah. you know a non-gendered individual, and yes. so it was like oh, you mm-hmm. could really read that person as whoever. Right. But this one, it's like oh, this is like one of the first times where it's like this is drawn as a young girl. Yes. So that's really cool. Um, I was interested in that. So you went to the saloon first. Sure did. But I love the idea of just uh, a girl going into, like, this old-timey saloon. Right. I'm a 12-year-old girl. I'm going into a saloon, and I'm like, what am I going to do? Give me some shots. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Oh. Because the only option, I think, when you go into the saloon is you have to, like, go to, like, the gambling table. So, like, sitting down with these, like, hardened gamblers. Oh, for sure. During the day. Yeah. There's a bartender in the background in, in the illustration, and they all have, like, there's, like, big frosty, like, beers. Oh, yeah. So, like, they're day drinking with uh-huh. this child. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Which was really fun. Because, yeah, that was my first run through. I went to the saloon. Mm-hmm. And I walk in there and I'm like, howdy, y'all. And then I go on in to the saloon and I sit down and I'm going to play cards. Because you can either decide to play cards or you can leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I mean, I'm here. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to wet my whistle. I'm going to play some cards with these fellas. So I sit down. I start to play cards. And i apparently not very good at cards because <laughs> I'm a child. I, I actually win a couple of You thought games. it was Go Fish. <laughs> I actually do okay at poker for a while. And then I start to lose. And they're like, oh, hate to inform you, but whoever loses this next hand has to go out and fight the bad guy. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nuts. So anyway, I lose. And then I got to go out and fight him. So I... <laughs> <laughs> So that was Take my that favorite kid. part. Exactly. They're like, oh, you lost, you go. And I'm like, you're sending me out? I'm a child. <laughs> I just got here too. But then I'm like, oh, but I'm a child with a gun. So <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. In all the pictures, you have like a six shooter. I sure you. do. I'm like waltzing out <laughs> in my like spotted kerchief with my big 10 gallon cap on and my six shooter <laughs> strapped to my side. This guy's watching me. He's got like a huge cap on with a cigar. And also in the pictures, like <laughs> the six shooter is as big as your like. Oh, it's as big as my whole thigh. Yeah. Like for real, it goes down to my knee. Mm-hmm. And like I've got spurs on my boots and I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, I guess I'm going to go out and fight this bad guy. So I think even like a grown person would have trouble like with that gun. Right. But oh, yeah. just imagine like a child. back on that. It's got to be insane. <laughs> I, yeah, I have no interest in shooting a gun, but I'm like, I would definitely uh, probably oh, fail at that. A, sorry, I'm being attacked by a cat. No, there's a cat climbing up the back of the chair. <laughs> Binks, get out of here. Come on, stinker. Okay. Go on, get. Get out of here, you varmint. <laughs> so anyway, the adults are all too afraid to send, to go out themselves. So they mm-hmm. send a child out in their place to fight <laughs> Kurt Malloy. So I get out there. And Malloy's like, I don't like, I don't want you in this town, kid. And so that's when I know that he realizes that I'm actually a child. I'm not an adult in this scenario. It's Mm -hmm. not like, I'm just imagining myself in this place. I am a child. (laughs) (laughs) Because he says, I'm not sure I want you in this town, kid. And so then I have to decide. He might be one of those people that just calls everybody kid, though. (laughs) So keep going. In a demeaning way. Yes. But anyway. I have to decide if I'm going to tell him I don't want him either or if I'm just going to like, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to be a bigger man or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to tell him I don't want him either either. So I tell him I don't want him in this town either. And so then we have a gunfight. Uh-huh. I miss completely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 12. So I like shoot way off. He hits me in the leg and he's mm-hmm. like, consider that a warning. And I'm like, uh. A warning taken. But then I am like given the option. I'm like, do I stay in Deadwood or do I leave? Do I stay here so that I can find him and seek revenge or do I go? And I'm like, I'm going to get revenge. <laughs> Duh. But instead but of... <laughs> your injury is never addressed either. No, it's like, oh, you like heal up and wait in Deadwood. And he comes back and he's robbing banks. And then you go and get the marshal and then... You and the marshal and two deputies, like, go to the bank, and you all have your guns. And Malloy, like, surrenders because he's a coward at heart. (laughs) And then I get reward money. Yeah! (laughs) This is very (laughs) anticlimactic. That was my my first run through. I beat the bad guy, and I got the money. Well, we were kind of talking off mic (laughs) a little bit, kind of about first impressions that... Almost all of the endings are positive. Yeah. I it's, never died. I died twice. Is it because you played it safe so many times? Maybe. Yep. I <laughs> knew it. I knew it. 
Well, then I was actually just like going through it and looking for bad endings because I was like, just through all the, the times I was going through it, I was like, so many positive endings. Um, so I, I went down. I There's only like four bad endings and there's only like one like neutral ending. The rest are all positive. Well, and two of the bad endings come from uh, like negative interactions with indigenous people. And yes. So I was very salty about that. Well, well we can yeah. get into that a little but bit. But you do your run through. <laughs> yes. So because my run through um, has one of those endings. Oh, great. Um, so, yeah, the first place that I go is the sheriff's office. Oh, of course. <laughs> because I'm a good little boy. Oh I want to go to authority you as quickly narc. as possible. <laughs> um, so the sheriff tells me about uh, Kurt Malloy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have to go and like fight him because this is a choose your own adventure. And so basically every time it's set up, whether you go to the... The hotel, the saloon, or the sheriff's office. You just find out about Kurt Malloy, and you're just like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just go about your business. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's never really an option to go see him right away. Mm-hmm. Or interact with Kurt Malloy right away. I mean, mine did. But indirectly is what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it wasn't like a right, one-stop right, shop right. to that, get in there. Um, so my character's like, well, I don't care about that. I'm just looking for money. So I talked to Mrs. Morgan, who's like, this is old lady. So I just get a bunch of different jobs. I get a ranch hand job. And so there's a bunch of different ranches in this uh, book. We can get to that later. But I go to Red Creek Ranch. And there's this character named Larson. Did you interact with Larson at all? Larson's kind of like the other bad guy. Um, So he just is kind of a, a mean... Uh, mean person. No one really likes him. He works at this ranch. And so I, I start working at this ranch and Larson's just like, I don't like the look of you, kid. Oh and gosh. What, <laughs> for no did, reason. Is it because I'm a girl? It might be. <laughs> it's because we're girls. They haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. Uh, get with the times, right? fellas. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, Larson is just uh, a bad egg and doesn't like me for no reason. Um, so I can go to my supervisor and kind of tattle on him. Um, so I go to my supervisor and the, cause, so I'm a, I'm a good kid. I go and tattle. Oh my gosh. And so the supervisor's like, oh, well, I don't really care that much. And so I leave the ranch and I get captured by the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And so maybe let's just stop and uh, pull up that page really quick. Oh my gosh. Is this one where you get shot? Um, it can be. Okay. So you, you surrender and you head to the Native American camp. So the camp is large probably several hundred people. Mm-hmm. Many of the women are preparing meat and stretching buffalo skins after a successful hunt. Your captors tell you to sit and wait near the edge of the encampment. Um, I believe they say what tribe it is. They do say Navajo, but they spell it wrong. Do they really? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, not great. No. There's an option to escape, or there's an option to just kind of stick around and stay there. And so I do stay there. But like you were saying, if you try to escape, they do end up uh, shooting you. And that that's one of the very few ways to die. The only other way to die is by um, exhaustion. And you get like you get dehydrated and you get bit by a snake. And then there's one more way to die in that um, Native Americans shoot you with a bow and arrow. But in that instance, you um, try to shoot them first. So it's kind of like self-defense on their end. Abby just looked up the actual Deadwood, and it's illegally taken from the Lakota. Not the Navajo. Yes, but this is a fictional city to try and be fair. It is, but still. Yes. So this is Deadwood City. It's not the actual Deadwood. I mean, you can tell that was Packard's obvious. Um, So it should be Lakota Mm -hmm. and not Navajo. Because I believe Navajo is more Arizona? New Mexico? And it does say that the Rocky Mountains are in the background. Mm-hmm. So it probably is supposed to be the actual so. Deadwood area. Yeah, because they're in the southwestern United States. If it is the Rocky Mountains, that makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> Arizona, Utah, New Mexico. Okay. But still, misspelled. Hmm. He spelled it with an H. That's not correct. We don't have to keep that part in, but you know, I was just like cringe. 
<laughs> right. Um, so anyway, there's like I said, there's only three ways to die in this book, which is very rare. Uh, two are by Native Americans, but one, the Native Americans shoot you out of self-defense. The other one is you're trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Ah. That one's a karma one. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> like I was kind of saying in the beginning, for a book that was written in the 70s, yeah. not awful. No. They didn't actually say anything, really, mm-hmm. which was nice because we didn't have any, like, terrible... Stereotypes. Stereotypical language things. Mm-hmm. So that was really good um, in that way. But still, like in one of the run-throughs that I went through, um, oh, you're in Deadwood you City, you run into these two fellas, and they're like, we don't want to be ranch hands. We want to go find gold in the hills. We're pretty sure there's gold up in those hills, mm-hmm. up in them hills. Which would probably be the Black Hills, mm-hmm. which they did actually find gold in, mm-hmm. which is next to Deadwood, obviously, but exactly. keep going. So you go up there with your new friends, Jake and Lefty, and you're like, Jake is fine, but Lefty, mm, I don't like something about him. So you're up there with them in the hills, potentially looking for gold. And you can either decide to stay because you haven't found anything yet mm-hmm. and keep looking for gold, or you can leave. And if you leave, you pretty much immediately run into um, an indigenous man like on a horseback, and he asks you to come with him and help um, his tribe learn English. Mm-hmm. And if you go with him, then it's like, oh, you go, you teach them some English, but you're clearly a bad tutor because they only learn a couple of words and then they're like oh you can go now and leave and go back to people but you'll be always be one of our best friends basically right so it yeah it was not horrible right but it was just kind of like this weird tossed in yes so anyway the the ending for my first run through was cat. (laughs) (laughs) the ending was the ending was meow uh, so yeah, you're you're on the the Native American uh, land, and you can try to kind of form a treaty. So you kind of form a relationship between the tribe and the the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and so you kind of are able to broker kind of a peace. And so that's a, a good ending. The the Native American leader says. My heart is still heavy, for we can no more trust the white man to keep his promise than the moon to keep its shape. That was my saddest ending. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I hated that ending. I was like, that was my least favorite death. That was the death of hope. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think it's maybe a little bit of a trope to have like a wise man Mm -hmm. like that. However, it is still good for Packard to kind of acknowledge right. the Native American history. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's this one is a little complicated, but overall, I think he got it as right as he could have. Right. For, I guess, the, the knowledge and of historically, like what he would have had access to at the time. Yes. Um, I would say probably doing the best with what he had at the time. Mm-hmm. Potentially. So, you know, could have been way worse. Definitely. (laughs) But it could have been a lot better. Yes. Um, What other funny, weird stuff happened? Oh, my favorite part in this book that we haven't gotten to yet was what's her name? Miss Morgan. Um, I did talk about Miss Morgan. She was the old lady. Mm -hmm. When I went to, uh, I think it was the sheriff, he told me to go to Miss Morgan. And one of the times when I did that, she mentioned a. Um, newspaper. She yes. had bought a printing press at one point and she wanted to start a newspaper herself, but she didn't have the energy to do it anymore. And so she asked if you would be interested, me, if I would be interested in starting a newspaper. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. I love writing. I love people listening to me talk. <laughs> Why do you think we have this podcast? So anyway, the cattle guys come forward oh we need to talk about the the ranch stuff too there's a whole bunch there's the, half so of this much is all ranch, ranch stuff. stuff so much ranch stuff so half so she's like okay do this 
and it's just going to be about Deadwood City News. And I was like, all right, girl, I'm on it. So I'm like, I'm going to put it out every Friday. People come into town. They want to read about the Deadwood City News. I'm your gal Friday. What's hot? What's not? What's hot? Who looks good this weekend? What's trending? What's the goss? What's the tea? <laughs> And so it's all me, baby. So I come, the cattle ranchers come to me and they have a hot story. They're like, look, sis, the sheep ranchers are butts. They are, <laughs> they are coming onto our land and their sheep bite down too far on the grass and it dies. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> Yikes. Because that plays into a, a different storyline later. But anyway, mm -hmm. keep going. And then I'm like, I can either run that story, like, immediately. Or I can look into this some more. Maybe I should get the other side of the story. And that's what I decided to do. Because I'm a smart journalist. <laughs> so I go and talk to the sheep ranchers. And they're like, um, that's not the whole story. The other guys are like roping off the watering holes so that we can't get to it and they're putting up barbed wire fences so that we can't have all the land and stuff and i'm like ah <laughs> rude that is rude this is public land and so i run that story instead awesome and then the cattle ranchers are mad at me and they come with some tufts and they're like we're gonna beat you up 12 year old girl <laughs> <laughs> With your school newspaper. And so then I have to decide, am I still going to keep speaking my truth and <laughs> and defending the sheep ranchers? Or am I going to like, like bend the knee to the cattle ranchers? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, no, I give in to no one. And so I run a story that's like all about free speech and the freedom of the press. And then I like, I'm just cool. And everyone loves me except for the Except for the cattle ranchers who hate me. And I can't remember what happens after that. But that's okay. Because I blocked it out because I'm sure I was it was so proud of myself. <laughs> it was biggest, great. The I'm biggest sure. thing you've ever achieved. It was. It was so good. I but like how the, there were actually like stakes in those choices mm -hmm. too. I mean, it didn't really pay out because the outcomes were, I'm sure, were positive no matter what. No, I, it was great. But like, yeah, like those are very interesting choices. Yeah. It felt very much like I was doing something important, you know, and I really enjoyed the work. It was like no free press means no freedom. And that's very much something that like I, as a librarian, I was like, this is it, man. Like, this is what we as librarians fight for is like, don't censor right. like free speech and stuff. And so, yeah, like you decide to continue like speaking mm -hmm. your truth and you realize that there might still be trouble ahead it says but you enjoy your work and you're determined to make your newspaper the deadwood dispatch the best in the west and so that's how your story ends there it's like you're just you're just dedicated and i'm like yes i love it that's awesome <laughs> well anyway to, to pair with that um, there are several ranches that you can join mm -hmm. and you can actually join the sheep ranch you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's Eagle Ranch. So Eagle Ranch is the sheep ranch. Which makes no sense because it should have birds on it. <laughs> Go on. I don't understand what the joke was though. Because it should have birds on it? Yes, because it's called Eagle Ranch. Eagles are birds. Right? But it's a sheep ranch. But it should have birds on it if it's called Eagle Okay, ranch. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why that tickle you so much? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But anyway, you can join Eagle Ranch, which has no birds. <laughs> um, but that's the sheep ranch. But because you're not writing the newspaper article, no. um, your sheep start to die because they can't reach the water. Mm -hmm. um, however... This book is so positive that even though your ranch failed and your sheep 
uh, didn't succeed, it doesn't matter. Because you end up forming, like, your own ranch and you have, like, a prize-winning bull. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're, like, a bull tamer. And uh, it all works out. Bull whisper. <laughs> Basically. Um, so that's just a good example of just, even when things look bad, Packard hasn't really figured out the formula yet. And he just like, well, he just kind of pulls a 180 and mm-hmm. wants to give you a positive ending anyway. It's true. So anyway, but there's, there's a lot of really cool storylines. Like you can do the newspaper one, which, which I didn't get to. Um, there's the gambling storyline. Which you can um, try to find, like uh, the, the cheat in the in the gambling. Ooh, I didn't do that one. Uh, yeah, there, there's someone that's cheating at cards, and Ooh. you can like do a shootout with them. Ooh. Um, there's the stagecoach where you can escort either like the mail or gold. That's a lot of fun. Ooh, I didn't do that one. Either. But unfortunately, there's a lot of different like ranch storylines. There are really... so many ranch storylines. I, I counted four different ones. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Which makes sense because you're a a cowboy or a cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's... On a steel horse you ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so that makes sense for the time, because it wasn't all rootin' tootin' uh, shootin'. No, not everyone can be a rootin' tootin' shootin' guy. Not right. everyone can be a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Some people need to tend the cattle. Right. And the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> the eagles. These eagles aren't going to raise themselves. <laughs> oh... Um, so yeah, there's, there's four different ranches. There's the, the Red Creek Ranch, which, uh, has Larson on it. And he's kind of this, this bad guy that isn't like you, especially you, a child. There's the Eagle Ranch, which is the, um, uh, the, the sheep ranch that doesn't, that That fails. should have eagles on it. There's Sunshine, oh, there's Sunrise Ranch, which is just a, a ranch that succeeds. I, I didn't even write notes about it. And then there's Lazy Circle Ranch. Which I wrote down as the sad bean ranch. Because <laughs> that was one of like the, the sad endings. Was... Here, let me get to it. Uh, so you, you kind of um, think about your choices, the choices that you made. And things are kind of working out okay, but soon winter comes. The wind howls and the snow piles up around your bunkhouse. Often you only have half a can of beans for dinner. <laughs> you spend yeah. the evenings huddled by the, the wood stove wondering whether somehow you could have found a better life. So sad beans. Oh my gosh. I never actually got to a a bad, sad ending. I had to backwards engineer um, the rattlesnake bite death that I Mm -hmm. got, which was the one where when I, if you go out to meet Kurt Malloy and you decide to take the path of Mm nonviolence and not battle him, he will say, like, get back here. Don't you walk away. And you can, like, go back to him. And he'll be like, I like the look of you, actually. <laughs> you want to join my gang? And you're like, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. I want to be the new sheriff or something. Yes. That's what he says. And you're like, mm-hmm. uh, actually, I just, you can be like, ooh, actually, I don't want to do that now. <laughs> Because you, you almost got to my favorite ending. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind. <laughs> but anyway, so you leave the sheriff's office. Yeah. And then if you leave the sheriff's office, then you can leave and then be intercepted I'm being attacked by, by a cat. the um, indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And then get to that one ending that you got to. But instead of getting to the place where you get shot or put your gun down or manufacture the, like, go and do the peace thing with the um, Bureau of Indian Affairs, you could try to escape from them, like get away, Mm -hmm. Um, but you have just like this very, very dry canteen and you're wandering along in the desert Mm -hmm. and it's like very arid and you have no, you're like, I'm walking along, this is such a bad choice, I'm so stupid. (laughs) And then a rattlesnake bites you, but you barely even feel it because you're so like, despondent and done Mm -hmm. and then you just die in the middle of nowhere and then there's this like illustration of you like splayed out on the ground (laughs) you're too far gone to even feel its bite in a few hours you're just another piece of the history of the west i love it (laughs) with your huge hat just sitting there yeehaw more like yee naw
And I love it because you're like, you feel like you don't owe them anything. You're not going to help them negotiate a peace. Right. So you're going to just walk back mm-hmm. to the city. Uh, duh, duh. <laughs> and so then you try to. But then Packard rightfully gives you like a moral. Yeah. Here's your comeuppance. <laughs> you little twerp. <laughs> But I had to go backwards to engineer that, and it was hard. Right, because there's only, like I said, there's only four uh, bad endings out of a possible 37. And I never would have naturally chosen that path, mm-hmm. like, ever in my life. To get to there, I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you have decisions. to make, like, kind of a bad choice to get to that. You had to make multiple bad choices. Mm-hmm. Like, five bad choices. Like, six bad choices to get there. Because I never would have made those choices, mm-hmm. ever. Not just, like, stupid choices, but, like, morally, like, depleted choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never would have made those choices. Just terrible. Well, I think we're about to wrap it up, so let's get to favorite endings. Because you all you touched on one of mine. So, like I said before, Kirk Malloy is kind of in the background of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of the mission, but not really, uh, to get rid of him. Um, so you can get in a gunfight with him like you did. Yep. And, uh, he always shoots you. You never shoot him. Mm-mm. Um, and, but it sounds like you got him anyway. Yep. <clears throat> I'm not sure how, but there's another way to like try track him down somewhere else. Mm. And you get into another shootout with him. And you still miss. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's a force field around him. Basically, and um, you uh, you get basically get, get escorted away from the camp by a uh, uh, by one of his henchmen, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is your second warning. If I ever see you again, it's gonna be your comeuppance." Mm-hmm. I like to think that he, like, you just never learn your lesson. And he's like, <laughs> "This is your fourteenth warning." <laughs> He's like, I'm warning you for the 76th time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think in this, this book about cowboys, like, you would potentially get shot in a uh, shootout and die. Yeah, right. Um, but that never happens. At high noon. You never get that. Right. Uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> there is a way to join Kirk Malloy's gang. Ooh. And that's my favorite ending. Because you, you kind of touched on that. So mm-hmm. you, um, you join up his, with his gang. And so you and his gang, you go to the sheriff's office and you are uh, basically sitting ducks. And the sheriff comes out with like a big posse and shoots up the place and the gang escapes. But luckily, since you're just a kid, (laughs) they just like don't notice you. You're probably just like hiding in a corner somewhere. Uh, They're like, well, surely this kid isn't part of the gang. Um, so from there, you can, uh, kind of go a different route or you can meet back up with the gang. So yeah, you're just by this abandoned farmhouse and you see Malloy and you're kind of coming up, coming up with some plans and then a posse comes out again and you all surrender. You have no choice and you get two and a half years (laughs) in jail. Oh my God. (laughs) Just getting into a shootout, being forgotten (laughs) and then meeting up with the gang again. Huh. And then getting arrested. I love it. So my favorite ending was when you go um, gold prospecting with, mm-hmm. with Jake and Lefty. Um, you're getting those weird feelings about Lefty. You can either decide to leave or stay with them. Um, if you decide to stay, the next morning Jake leaves. <clears throat> and then while you and Lefty continue searching, Lefty actually finds a big vein of gold. Yes. And then you're finding a bunch of nuggets. And <clears throat> Lefty... Is like, well, maybe I'm just gonna keep them for myself. <laughs> uh-huh. We was partners, and now we ain't no more. And then you're like, um, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like your face. I don't like anything about you. And so then you can either decide to fight with him right there, you, or you can decide to pursue him at a distance mm-hmm. and wait for the right moment to strike, or you can decide to go back to Deadwood and get some help. I was like, uh, I'm going to fight this <laughs> jerk right, right now. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to give him one second. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give him one second. So I'm like moving. I'm like, okay, uh, let's do this. So I walk back. 
I take a couple paces. He tries to draw his gun, but I'm faster. Apparently, I'm a better shot than I was when I was trying to fight Kurt Malloy. Boom! <laughs> I shoot his gun right out of his hand. And Which like, I think is really hard to do. It's so hard to do. <laughs> and I'm like, you tried to murder me. Uh, get out of here. And he's like, could I keep the gold? And you're like, no! <laughs> Go away! And that's it. Mm-hmm. And then get you get the gold. The big pouch of gold, and mm-hmm. you get to leave smiling. And that one is hard to end badly because. Uh-huh. So if you confront him right away, you get the gold. If you kind of wait for your moment, you still get the gold. Uh-huh. And if you decide to go back for help, you uh, they can't find him, and you don't get the gold. But it's just like, it's okay. You just find a new job. Uh-huh. So that's more of a neutral ending. Yeah. But it's like. I know. But yeah, I'm like, who would ride off to get help? (laughs) I would. I'm going to fight this turd right now. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Nobody disrespects me in my own... Outside. Outside. (laughs) In my own encampment. And I will shoot your gun out of your hand. (laughs) I love it. Normally can't hit the broadside of a barn, I but missed, this time... I missed Kurt Malloy twice, but I don't miss Lefty once. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think you were probably aiming for his head. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> you hit his true. gun instead. Yep. <laughs> oh, Lefty. So that was Deadwood City. Um, what'd, you, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I thought it was fun. Um, it was like the ranch stories were not as fun, Mm -hmm. but I liked a lot of the other stuff in it. I thought like the shootout stuff with Kurt Malloy was fun. I loved the newspaper story. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sad I didn't get to that one. That one's done. That one was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, this one was one of my favorites in a while. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think this one was bad. I just didn't think it was good. Um, I, I definitely like all the different paths, um, and that this one didn't have necessarily a central mission, but I, I did like that kind of villain in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like the endings. The endings didn't feel really earned. Mm. Um, they were just too positive all the time, especially that one ending where like you're on the failing sheep ranch, but mm-hmm. it's okay because now you're just a <laughs> prize-winning bull yeah. herder or whatever. Right. That doesn't make sense, yeah. I mean, those, like, ranch ones, that's what is, like, boring. So I wish there would have been more other stuff. I right. mean, there's more in the Wild West than just those, like, couple options. So right. it would have been fun if there was some more. But, um, but yeah, it was it was cool. For, like, a short, you know, how many pages are in this? 113. Mm-hmm. So This um, one felt shorter than normal, too. Yeah. And, but like, was, the, the run-throughs felt shorter. Yeah. They really, a lot of them were just like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was able to get through more of the book than normal. I felt. Yeah. Um, I felt like I got through. I got through most of the endings, except for the the newspaper one, obviously. Yeah, but. I felt like there was a bunch where I was like, "There, how would I ever get to that one?" You know, a lot of mm-hmm. them where I was like, "There's just no way for me to ever find that one." Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, "How am I ever gonna find that stagecoach one?" There's no way for me to find that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no choices that I would make would lead me to the, those kinds of things. Um, but the ones that I found, I was like, "Oh, these are fine." <laughs> Yeah. I mostly felt like, okay, I'm having fun. So maybe you just have to be more like me and pick bold choices. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm be, scared. Be bold. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always do it like midway through I do. Yeah. At least like the first one. Do you, you just midway through think to yourself, what would Abby do? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, but Abby, that's how I live all my life all the time. <laughs> I have to start thinking, what would Peter do? And then I'll get a Ugh, Peter ending. Just cower. <laughs> Cower into a ball. Let someone else handle it. I'll go right to the lawman. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir, I require some assistance when you have a moment. If it's not an inconvenience. <laughs> yes, I will take a number. Or come back later. Well, that was Deadwood City. And yeah, overall, overall decent. You seem to like it more, but that's great. And... The next one, who boy, we have Who Killed Harlow Thromby. And this, I think, is considered to be one of the best ones. Yeah. 
I'm excited because I'm really excited too. Um, this one too, I've um, I've seen some like hubbub online that this is something that was like, oh, parts of it are like what um, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson had based. Uh, knives out. knives out on and mm-hmm. so i'm like oh i'm really excited to go through this one so if you have a chance to find a copy readers mm-hmm. uh and listeners that would be a fun one to read through i glanced through my copy a little bit and some of the choices look crazy yes so i'm really excited <laughs> for this one um so that'll be our next book um let's get through housekeeping make sure that you leave us a positive review uh it really helps us show out make sure that you subscribe because we just kind of release these just we're trying to do a, a kind of a, a normal schedule, uh, but sometimes just life. Uh, so yeah, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you look at our Redbubble store. I'm not sure if it's live yet, but you can buy some magnets. You can buy some stickers. You can buy some shirts with our logo bag? on it. Do you have a tote bag? I think we have, there's a tote bag too. Tight. Um, so our logo is so cool. I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, I, I love your logo. It's so cool. I'm like, hey, do you listen to the show? And they're like, no, but the logo is really cool. <laughs> so I'm you like, can look like you listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you can, if you're one of my friends and you're listening to this, well then. You're not listening to this. You're not listening to this, but this is buy a sticker. <laughs> Also, make sure that you follow us on Instagram because we post memes about the book and it's kind of wacky stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's all that I post. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. <laughs> but it's worth it. They're funny. Mm-hmm. Worth your time. Yep. And also we post when uh, new episodes drop. Yep. And this is new. We also are going to have an email address. So it's just choose your own book club podcast at gmail.com. I'll put... The link in the, the show notes or whatever. Um, so if you want to write in, tell us how much you like the show. Or if you if there's things that we didn't address in certain books, if there's any knowledge you know, any way you want to contact us at all, just let us know. Thanks for choosing us today, ah! everybody. <laughs> That's going to be my new send-off. Oh, God. I like it. I like it too. Okay, we're good. <laughs> you were, it was a very judgy look from no, you. I, I, that's just how I look. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Um, so, I'm Peter. I'm a librarian. My name's Abby. I'm also a librarian. This has been Choose Your Own Book Club. We'll see you next time, partners. Oh my God. You, Hap- you didn't. <laughs> you didn't do it. I thought you were going to. Happy trails. Well, thank you for begrudgingly doing it. <laughs> You were doing voice the whole time. (laughs) I just wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready because I'm usually the voice person. (laughs) Fair enough. All right.